Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. We are your hosts, Danny and Sammy. And in today's episode, we have Kerry Sexton, PCA Pro. Um, Kerry, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Hey guys, so it's Kerry Sexton, PCA Pro here. Um, and yeah, so obviously I am a bikini athlete. I've uh, been competing since 2016 now. So quite a while, like three years um and yeah in my I'm now an online coach uh posing coach I have my own brand of um, lifting belts soon to expand into other stuff called pretty strong and um yeah I think that's kind of about it (laughs) cool so we'll start off with first question how did you initially get into bodybuilding so where did you kind of how did you get into fitness so um it's quite a long story, so be prepared to listen here. <laughs> um, so basically, it all began, um, well, I used to play football. I was quite high level footballer. I used to play um, two games a week and I used to train like three or four times a week for like two hours a time. Um, I played right mid, I played up front. I was number seven, that's my lucky number. Um, <laughs> yeah, always, forever. <laughs> I used to play football as well, Kerry. Pardon? I used to play football as well. Oh, you did? Oh, we still haven't had a kick around. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm up, we're doing that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I um yeah, I used to play football and um we weren't we weren't like told what to eat or anything like that, even though looking back, like it's kind of where it all begun. So probably should have, especially being at like quite a high level as well. Um, and then it came to a point where I stopped playing football. Um, and because it was like, I think we just had like, we just had a gap where we had time off and stuff. And that was that. And, um, I decided not to play football after that, but I carried on my eating habits. Um, obviously, which I was eating a lot because we were doing so much kind of thing. And then, um, obviously I started to put on weight and this was all like new to me I was like what like I'd never never like put on weight or anything before then um that that triggered like an eating disorder which was bulimia which um yeah I had that three or four years I think it was yeah uh then um so how did I get into competing so basically it all kind of begun with my dad and my sister so my dad was really overweight and um my sister like it was around the time where like Herbalife and this other thing called like Vi was around um and this thing called Vi it was shakes but they did like cookies and they did like all these other things and like it was based around macro tracking and that's where I learned how to macro track so um yeah my sister was like oh dad you've got to come along like get into shape and my dad met this guy who was a bodybuilder for BMBF his name's Kenny Rye, um, and yeah, and then it all kind of went from there, um, my dad got into it, I then was like, I want to come, I want to come, and they were like, like, why, and then I sort of came out with everything that was kind of going on, um, with me, and the eating disorder and that, so, um, uh, what happened then, uh, then, uh, yeah, so I, I did, I got involved, I started with the, um, with the macro tracking, and I thought that was like, it was so strange. I remember, I think, first of all, I was on like 1,200 calories or something like that. Um, it was to lose weight. And I, my eating disorder didn't really like, 
play a part in that so I was still just trying to lose weight so I was still kind of restricting myself and stuff like that but I got to know these macros my dad was like come on like you've got to eat you've got to stick to it and uh yeah so I did and then this guy sort of started um he started doing shows and my dad went and was like oh Kerry you should so do this and I was like oh like no way they've got too much muscles I don't like that and all this and then um I remember it got to like it was like weeks and weeks in and um it got to like it was like 1am and I think I was just like up on my phone just like looking at like competing and bodybuilding and stuff like that and I was like you know what like I'm gonna do this so to be fair like looking back now I would say I probably got into it for the wrong reasons um but hey um I got into it so um so yeah then from then on I asked my dad if I could like go and train with them and they were like they weren't really keen on the idea um and it was like they were like yeah but you have to be there at like 6 a.m in the morning and I was like yeah I'm there come on then. <laughs> and then like so I went uh trained with them and like my dad said he just saw something in me from like that point and I'd never really touched weights before so I'd be doing an exercise I'd be like oh yeah I can really feel it here and they're like you're not really meant to be feeling it there and I'd be like oh god's sake <laughs> every week I remember just asking them like is it here that I'm meant to be feeling it is it here is it here so I hadn't really trained for long it was before my first show probably about like max six months I'd been training so um yeah it was all really new to me I didn't even train glutes I trained what they trained and that was four days a week um and it was just like a basic split chest everything I didn't do glutes like nothing I didn't even know what glutes were <laughs> um so um yeah then uh I then around five weeks out I stopped taking that buy stuff and this man kind of we had a bit of a falling out and anyway but I'll leave that part um and then I there was someone in South Coast gym uh who I knew had done competitions so obviously I went to her Oh, that's definitely my phone ringing. <laughs> um, so I went to her and uh, she, yeah, she took me on. Now, like there was loads of people at the time saying like, you should never take a run from five weeks. She won't stick to it. It takes her 45 minutes to eat a meal. It literally took me like 45 minutes to eat a meal. When I was younger, I never ate veg and I literally like, I couldn't eat chicken. I would chew it. Now it would probably be like the dream to be able to chew this much and take that long. But it, I used to chew and chew and chew and chew and it used to be like painful to watch me people always used to be like oh my god and then I'd be like oh I've only got like an hour till my next one and I just finished and stuff it was mad but uh yeah so she took me on the last time that I made myself sick was six weeks before my first ever show uh so that would have been like May 2016 um and then I joined this new coach um and she like she told me like like to stop doing that kind of thing and obviously that's easier said than done. And like, there has been times where I have actually found myself like sitting in front of a toilet, getting yeah. ready to do it and being like, like, what are you doing, Kerry? Like, stop, like, stop. Um, and obviously I haven't done it, which is amazing. But I think personally, I think if you've had an eating disorder, I think it's, I think it's always going to be there and it's just controlling it, which like I've managed to do even though there has been times and I will never ever like tell anyone there hasn't been times where I've thought about it because obviously there still has been times um but still yeah so then um then I did my first show and actually I didn't really enjoy it that much it was the UK DFBA but I placed second so I was like mm, okay like 
I'll go again like why not so uh, my feedback was that I was way too lean and that I didn't carry enough muscle to like be that lean so um we came we came back fuller like six weeks later just sort of ate up a little bit um and I ended up coming first um but again like I think it was the nerves and stuff which was the reason why I didn't quite enjoy it that much and then I like I got approached by PCA um who were like a new federation this like little man from Birmingham <laughs> popped in my DMs and I'm like who are you <laughs> um and he was like he obviously saw that I'd competed with UK DFBA and they were obviously starting a federation trying to find people and stuff like that so he was like oh you should come and compete in one of our shows and I was a bit like eh, mm, I don't know um, and then my coach had already competed with them at the time and she placed like first in one of their like London shows. And so, yeah, so I, um, I was like, at first I was like, mm, don't know about this. My nan had died like not longer before that. And I split up from a seven year relationship. I had um, quit my job at South Coast Gym and I actually booked flights to leave to go to Australia, just to go to Australia. Um, so, I said to this this guy, Ryan, um, I said, well, uh, I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'll do your show, which was like the 23rd of like October. So it was their Midlands show. And uh, then I actually booked them flights for the 16th. So I like drafted out a message to tell him uh, that I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna compete with them. And then I deleted it. And then I was like, no, be a decent person. Like rewrite it, send it. So I did. And he said, well, that's fine. We've got another one on like the 2nd of October. And I was like, shit, this man won't leave me alone. Like, what the hell? He was like, like, come and compete. Like, it'll be good. Um, he was like, you, you know, you never know. You might be able to win some travel money. They had like their first lot of like prize money, which was like a thousand pounds. And I was like, oh my God, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be ready. And he goes, well, I'm going to message your coach. I know her. And I was like, Jesus. Okay. Uh, I'll ask her. And then by this point, I'm like, oh, now I'm asking her, I'm going to do it. Shit. So <laughs> it was quite funny, really. Um, yeah, so then um, I ended up, yeah, I ended up doing that show. I would say that I wasn't, like, I wasn't dieted properly and I wasn't even really at that point taking it, like, that seriously. I just wasn't. Um, and then did it, but I, I, still, I still won it, which was a blessing. Um, and then I... So I'd already left my job and I had this thousand pounds and I was like, do you know what? Like, I was sort of like, maybe I should, maybe I should be going to Australia. Maybe I should stay here. Like, cause he was like, oh, there's another show, but you know, we're going to be opening up in Australia one day, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. And, um, I was like, do you know what? Like, sod this. I'm going to do this next show. So I did the British finals first for, um, UK DFBA and placed like third. And then I went on and did um, that the uh, PCA show again. And um, someone who beat me at the UKDFBA was there. And I was like, oh my God, like, this was like, I was like, oh no. And then I experienced obviously that shift in placings. So I won and she, she didn't. So I was sort of like, oh, okay. And that's when I kind of awoke to like, things can change, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not always that person that's going to win, which yes. is still the same to this day, you know? um I've literally been talking forever now haven't I <laughs> um then um <laughs> then what happened um 
yeah, at that first show that I did for PCA, that's when I was selected for the um, the Team GB, which was the invite to Body Power, so the first ever like Body Power one, and like I was the first athlete to be announced as like part of it. So I was like, oh my god, like this is amazing. And then um, I I then did uh, yeah, so I did that next show, which was Midlands, and then won that. And then I was gonna do. They were actually telling me to go and compete with my dad because my dad was doing. What did he do? Purely Miami Pro. Purely, I think my dad did. No, he did Miami Pro transformation category, whichever one. Anyway, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, they PTA actually were like, this is like a one-time thing. You should go and actually compete with your dad. And there was a whale show on the same day, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, this is cool. With the federation telling me like I can go and compete somewhere else, because um, I'd heard stuff at this point with another federation that you couldn't compete like anywhere else. Yeah. Um. But I decided that I wanted to go to Wales. So I went there, like, all on my own um, and did it and won that and then won my first overall. So that was really cool. And then, yeah, and then that's when I hit, like, off-season with this invite to Body Power under my belt. Um, and that's when I was sort of told, like, you know, you need to eat to grow. And then that's when I think, like, all the mindset shift thing came. So I was then like, well, like, I need to eat. I need to put on fat even though it was so I remember it was so uncomfortable and it was I kind of did get back into a bit of a cycle at points of you know like overeating undereating overeating undereating like I didn't have a coach at this point through this part so it was just like me just winging winging it I seem to wing everything anyway so whatever I went with it <laughs> um and then what happened there is um I yeah I I got another coach at this point, um, someone that was already like in the industry a little bit more and kind of I knew had coached other people. So I just thought this person might have a bit more experience. And by this point, like I was, I was taking this really serious, this like invite and what it was. And I was really excited about it. And I remember when I stepped like off stage, I remember being told now, like, obviously you've got this invite, but there are like seasoned athletes competing at body power. Um, so like, you have an amazing like structure like it's unbeatable all this stuff I was like okay whatever but you might not have enough muscle mass for next year and I was like hmm, like hmm, whatever like I'm gonna work now so I did I've obviously put in the work as well um even though my food wasn't spot on I was consistently training like just consistently training um then yeah I went back up to like do some photo shoot thing and um it was Ryan who told me um, about like not having enough kind of muscle and he held his hands up and was like I think you might prove me wrong kind of thing and then um, but he was like but we'll see and then obviously I cut in for body power and um, came second in that show which I was so shocked about especially being told after like there was like people like it was athletes from like all across different countries it was mad I really didn't expect it um, and then so that was second I then, um, my feedback at that point was that I'd like, I was too watery and I literally watched my physique change. I think I was just like stressing way too much. Um, then it was British finals after, after body power, my dad videoed it and it was like 55 minutes that we were on stage. Um, and they just kept putting what well, I swear, like I felt like I was just getting put through rounds and rounds and rounds of posing. I completely knackered like my knee. I've got sciatica, so I can't really like I can't really practice posing that much. Um, my lower back like cramps up. I find it when I've got clients as well. So like 
I try not to do it that much, but still. Um, that through, so it was like, I think I had like six, five or six weeks until my next show, which was British finals. Um, but yeah, but my knee was so bad and I didn't train legs for five weeks before British finals. And I started walking the day before. Um, I could only, I remember there's a video, I think I've still got it to be fair, um, of me literally like in the mirror and I'm like, I'm just about to flex my quad for the first time in like five weeks. And then like I did and I literally started crying because I could, like, I could do it. I remember being so chuffed. And then, um, so yeah, it was pretty hard anyway, knowing that I couldn't train legs and whatever. I doubted myself big time about that show. I thought like, whatever, I'm going to go for it. I'm in condition and whatever. We'll just see what happens. Uh, then, yeah, then it came to the day before the show and I drove up and um, my car broke down halfway. My mum had given me, they had all gone on holiday. So I was going to British finals on my own. Um, and she was like, you can have our car, our car's more reliable. Yeah, right. It broke down halfway. Um, and driving was the thing that actually hurt my knee as well. Uh, so it was really bad and I managed to get there in the end. And I thought, why am I even doing this? Like something's just telling me not to do this. Um, but I had a dream I won it. So I was like, I'm going. <laughs> so yeah, I made it there. And then obviously... I did, I won that and then I turned, um, I was the first bikini pro for the UK um, to turn pro that day, which still gives me the shivers actually. Um, you but yes, yeah, so then from then on. So did you turn pro at the finals, Kerry, just to? Yeah, it was at British finals, yeah, I was only one. They were like, we've got an announcement to make. And I was just like, well, what is this? And then I saw them lift this pro thing and I was like, hmm. And then, yeah, they gave it to me. It literally makes my, yeah, I've literally got like, <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, that was, that was epic. So I won British finals and turned pro and was like, whoa. And I literally, my first ever show was on the 5th of June and I won British finals turned pro on like June the 10th, the whole year later. So I was like, wow, this is fast. And Kerry, um, when you competed and won your pro card, were you in your height class then? Did you ever compete with PCA as a junior? No, I didn't. They didn't have junior at the time. Um, so I just, yeah, I did short. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I was the only one. So, like, tall didn't win, like, pro status or anything. It was literally me. So I was like, geez. Um, and then I found out there was some shows in, like, there was one in South Korea and then two weeks later in China. And I'm like, yeah, like, let's go for it. Let's do both. And then I registered for that. So I just love to throw myself in the deep end. <laughs> I registered for both uh, with like 23 hour flights with like some time in between. It was like long. Wow. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so we did South Korea, played second, came back. And then literally the next Tuesday, like flew to China again, competed again. And then I came like fourth, I think at that point over there. And then I came back and then like a week, 10 days later, I competed then again at Midlands. So it was like two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. And my body was screwed. I don't think I've learned this yet though. Um, doing too many shows. <laughs> um but I, yeah and uh they they said to me and this is what I liked at the time actually about PCA they said to me like obviously I'd done so much that year gone everywhere done everything um they said to me they really wanted me to win that Midland show and um like 
yeah, they were like, you deserve to win it. Like, hopefully you kind of do. And I didn't win it. I came third. And that's actually like, I liked that because I was like, wow, like this federation is like, they're honest. Like they've told me like a lot of people were like, oh, like we really hope you win. You've done so much for PCA. Yeah, I still placed third. So I was like, this seems like a legit fair federation. So I was, I was like disappointed, but I, I don't know. I got over it in the end and sort of it, it always gives you a push, doesn't it? To and you should never and, get um, when you competed in the Midlands show. Did, was it like a pro show? Uh, yes, okay. pro am. They yeah. did pro am. Sorry, at the time, okay. which was okay, okay. a mix. So it was pro and amateurs, but it was like I think like the top three maybe of amateurs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's how it worked. So, so yeah, I placed third there, and then um. I actually remember after that show, I was, I was upset straight away. I went to, I think I went to um, Emporium the next day and I was like, right, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. And I was like, what do I need to take? What do I need to do? I literally like, I was obviously that fatigued, not thinking straight and was literally like, what do I need to take? What do I need to do? Like blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, like you as a bikini athlete do not need to take anything. Like do not take anything. And I, I was sort of like new, like, mm, well, okay. And obviously I didn't, I kind of like, obviously just didn't <laughs> yeah. kind of got over the tiredness and realized what quite I was saying and what I was doing and got advised elsewhere. Like obviously not to, um, I think that was the point where I think that's when I went. Yeah. At this point, that's when I took my own off season. So I, I left this coach. My feedback that I was like too overdieted and stuff like that. It sounds like I've had like about a million coaches, but <laughs> um, I left this coach and she said to me, um, you've learned all you needed to like learn from me. And like, um, I'm happy that you're, you know, that you want to learn more and you want to take it further. And like, yeah, but I didn't have an idea of who or what I was actually doing like next year. Um, I just, threw myself into like an off season which was like well this one and my like I would say it was like my best kind of like off season I did it myself I managed to work myself up to like 3,200 calories got rid of cardio was just pushing like this your most recent off season that you're talking about no no this was the one before so this is one before um I started with Rob I started with Rob in January 2018 so this was like Okay. 17 to 18 off season um so yeah that was that was a really good that was a really good time I was so focused on training just training 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 the whole time um food was really good again like I didn't have any I didn't actually I didn't have any binge like I just kept I think I just appreciated food so much that like I just stuck really level-headed with it it was yeah. it was like a big turning point I would say it was a like I think that was the time when I thought like how far I'd actually come with this whole like eating disorder thing and I put on the same weight that I did this year put on like 20 odd pounds felt a bit uncomfortable at the end like I know me and Danny have spoke about it before like I think it was like 14 15 pound is where we feel like quite comfortable overstayed yeah. right yeah something like that and that's generally the same for me but I think my body seems to like it around that mark of like 20 or that's where it's kind of comfortable you know so so yeah, and then that's when I, it was literally um, right at the end of December, I then 
I still had no coach. And so I was like, I want to compete in body power again. I'm going to need to like make a decision soon. Started like sort of messaging a few people. Um, one of my friends, um, Phoebe, she was with Rob and I was like, mm, she's speaking really highly of him and she'd been with him for a while. So I was like, I'm going to drop him a message. I saw that he didn't like have any client spaces, but he obviously did. I messaged him and he was like, yeah, like there's room for a little one. Then, yeah, I joined joined that. And um, yeah, and then where are we now? Um, that obviously brought us to last year. So I can't even think what happened last year. <laughs> um, yeah, you did and then, PCA again, didn't you, Carrie, last year? Yeah, PCA again, um, which was uh, body power, which I obviously came second at the year before and was gunning for that first place and came back and got first place. So I was so chuffed with that. Um, and obviously I'd competed internationally like the year before, but I thought I just had this thing about me that like I would never go to an international, like like somewhere different and win a show. I just thought like it wasn't possible. I literally thought it wasn't possible. So then I went and did South Africa and came first and was like, oh my God, like, wow. And then obviously I did, um, came back um, and then like, I think it was quite a while after actually oh no it wasn't it was only like four weeks and then I did um I remember being on the plane back from South Africa and I messaged Rob and was like it was like four weeks time I was like I'm ruined like he was like trying to stick to your like he'd given me days off like three days off in South Africa to enjoy and then um on the flight back it was like 20 something it was so long so I was like oh um I was like, no, I, I can't, I can't stick to this. I was like, no. And then I messaged him and said, look, it's not, I've cheated my diet. Like there's, there's no point in doing this China show. And he was like, like, well, like just have a weekend off, see how you feel and come back. So like I did had the week off, spent it with like my mum, dad, everyone like that. And then, yeah. And then I was like, okay, let's do it. So um, I had like full sponsorship to go there um, and compete in China. So didn't cost me anything. So I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, went and did it and then obviously yeah I came first out there in that one and then I had like a 12 week gap where we picked calories up pushed whatever and then dieted back down for the finals that I got invited to which was like what three four days before worlds really big decision I knew that I wanted to go to China um there was quite a fair bit of money on it I won like eight grand last year through PCA um there was more money on it and I was like well if I'm getting ready for worlds I'm just going to do this other show see how how much I can push myself here then so um yeah we both me and Rob we discussed it we knew that there was risks but at the end of the day it was experience as well and what I experienced out there was like phenomenal like I went in like hot air balloons oh it was just yeah it was it was amazing it was so amazing the show was outdoors um and like it was literally outdoors you were over a mountain the backdrop it was just wow um yeah then I placed I can't even remember I placed their second second but my feedback was from Warren who had obviously seen me compete the whole year because he was a judge uh was that that was my best look that I'd taken out that whole year um and I agree as well and then I obviously flew back um I actually decided, um, actually decided that I wasn't going to do worlds on the plane because I had no food. I had no food left and 
I was like, I want to eat food. <laughs> I literally was so tired. So I was like, I'm not going to do worlds. Um, and then I just ate like normal in-flight meals. Warren and that were like, look, you're going to be fine. Like you're still going to be able to do it. All it will be is just dropping water. So um, I had no contact on the flight at all with my coach. Landed, checked in um, and didn't say anything at this point, I think. And, um, and, and then obviously he kind of sent me what was going on and I told him my weight and everything. And, uh, then I then said to him, Oh, by the way, <laughs> like I didn't stick to the plan on the flight. And then he was like, well, do you still want to do this? And I was like, yeah, like I'm tired, but yeah, like I want to do it. I was kind of a bit buzzing as well by this point. Then yeah, got ready and started to like get ill. And my body was just like, no Kerry like it couldn't even hold on for like a few days I was so annoyed but I could see like my abs were like fading out so I was like the same weight but I was just I was obviously we were trying to get rid of a bit of water I was like holding like five pound of water so it had to go um carbs were in and stuff still but I don't know I just I looked really good and then it got to like day before and I I remember just being flat I was just so flat and I couldn't whatever like he, we didn't really put much carbs in me um and we were going to do that on show day just depending on like how I woke up woke up messaged him and said I am flat like, I was like I'm so flat he was like go to the shop buy Oreos so we were having like free Oreos and like 40 grams of jam a potato like every every like hour or something silly like that still flat and my abs I kept on sending him pictures and I was like, they're not there. Like I don't have any. And obviously he at this point is like, like, you're fine. Like he's just like, just keep eating. You're fine. You're fine. Probably knowing that like, it wasn't my best, whatever. But he obviously, he obviously wasn't going to tell me any kind of different, I suppose, like not to do it or anything like that. It was, we were kind of ready to go. Um, yeah. Then I did that. And, um, I knew I wasn't bringing my best, but I did manage to tighten up a little bit. Looking back at pictures, I'm like, okay, you weren't that bad. Um, I placed fifth and I have never placed out the top three ever. And, ugh, yeah, I remember, I remember stepping off stage and I was, I couldn't, I was like, people were saying, well done. And like, I was just literally really like I couldn't say much I couldn't say much I I guess I was just expecting more of myself and I knew that I wasn't my best I'd already slammed the door that day and been like I'm not doing this <laughs> still when I did it but uh yeah well, I think so it that, like after getting the top like being in the top three all the time I think it's actually good that you've placed outside of that because it's kind of, show, it's probably giving you more motivation and it's made you realize your body is not a robot. I absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say like, um, I would say like at the time I was so disappointed. I remember there was people taking photos backstage and um, so I got off stage and like, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a dickhead. I was congratulating people and whatever. And I went, my sister and that, I remember seeing my sister and she looked at me with, she knew how I'd be feeling. She looked at me kind of with like a face of like, I hope you're okay from afar kind of thing. Um, and I just fought back tears and was like, go and get photos. You're so going to regret it if you don't. <laughs> mm. So I did, I held back. And then, yeah, and then as soon as I saw my mum and dad and everything, 
I just, I just, yeah, I burst into tears. Um, I was quite upset. More absolutely, I was knackered. I was knackered. I just dropped to the floor. I just really, I was just so knackered. Um, and realised at that point how much I'd like pushed myself. But like you say, I then like after being really disappointed, I sort of like went on Instagram, spoke a bit about it, said like, you know, like I deserved this placing. Like I'm, I'm fully aware that I deserved that placing kind of thing. Um, it wasn't me just being bratty. It was just obviously like saying more disappointed in myself and maybe like at the time I kind of like regretted the decision of doing both but now I don't um, and I realized at the time who was like there for me and how much my family support me and how much like my sponsors CMP like they were following me around all day and like they wanted to like blog it all and then when I came off stage he turned he turned the camera off and was like I'm just gonna respect you here and I'm not gonna put this in your face and like it was just everyone was so so good like I just yeah I can remember everyone just being there for me I think they just knew like how I felt how much effort I put in but obviously that's not taken away from anyone else everyone puts effort in like I'm not being like that but I don't know I guess they knew how I always am used to these top placings and stuff like yeah. that after the year I had I was kind of hoping to end it on a high um yeah and I my initial kind of goal that year was to win worlds and then move on to um ifbb um and i still yeah i still obviously decided to move on to ifbb so that's obviously my next my next move now here we are kind of out of an off season had like my longest actually which probably didn't even sound long but it's my longest which was like four months off mm -hmm. um and i, I would say probably about like three two and a like two and a half three months no way I would have told you that I'm competing no way I was not in the right mindset at all um and then like a month went by I think I like decreased sounds weird but I decreased my caffeine started kind of like getting things back and my stress and anxiety levels started to like drop away and I was able to be more like free in my mind and then I just kind of got this like lease of like motivation and a plan for what I want to achieve now this year and next year and how I want this to work yeah so that's kind of where we're at and I yeah the plan that's in my head um which how I want it to work hopefully um is to the goal this year is to win my IFBB pro card which sounds such a big goal even to me it really does like I've I've doubted myself and my decisions and everything like so so much but now I'm um, I'm just tunnel vision on it and I'm just fighting for it you know like I, I want to get this I have just as much chance as anyone else so um just gotta keep putting in the work I suppose but um yeah so I want that this year that's kind of the goal um and the earlier the better then I'm not 100% sure, but like the kind of idea that I have in my head is maybe to get that. So I'm doing um, Alicante, uh, which is June the like 8th and 9th. Um, and then I will do Portugal after that if it doesn't kind of work out and then just see where it takes me really. Uh, yeah. But hopefully get it early have, and I know Danny would agree with me on this but like just to have like a reactive approach and rather than putting loads of pressure on yourself just yeah. in, into condition get your body ready 
and then go right yeah, I'm gonna do this from there. absolutely just take mm. it from there like that's exactly the way I'm like I'm approaching it like this is all so new to me like yeah. even the posing like I'm just as nervous I'm just at the bottom kind of thing so yeah I'm just kind of taking it for what it is just having a having a go this year I guess um and hopefully that does happen um but if it doesn't like I would never just quit and I'll get there one day that's the way I'm looking at it um so yeah but yeah the the way I've got it set out in my mind is that to hopefully get it ASAP and go probably depending on how I actually feel and how I look and stuff like that maybe even hold out on that pro debut take it off and come back like way like to have a, a longer period off literally like like eight months something like that and then get ready and try and if I'm obviously if I've got my pro card at this point then I want to be on the Olympia stage like next year that's that's the way it is in my mind right now so I guess just play it by ear how many weeks out are you now Kerry um I am eight and a half ish no yeah so and this this prep has it been quite similar to your last prep in terms of like your nutrition and training and cardio is it has it been similar or has it been differences um no it's pretty much the same to be fair um so ah well let me think about this so basically yeah last year I like plateaued um didn't drop much weight at all for like I think it was seven weeks and then the year before that was exactly the same and the year the so my first year as well took me so long to drop weight I don't know just the way it is but um I remember last year being in this plateau and I remember saying to Rob well this time last year I cheated my diet because I'd had enough because <laughs> I wasn't dropping weight I was like I had enough so I just cheated my diet and um he was like well we're not going to do that this time but we will give you higher days this was last year um so obviously it didn't cheat my diet and we just did higher days um and my body started to respond so that's that's what we've done but from a sooner like an earlier point this time um so my body has I think now started to respond um I've had quite a lot of comments on how I'm looking I'm now like oh a bit of a bleak hit (laughs) um I'm yeah I'm feeling like I'm feeling like things are happening now I did actually weigh my lightest this week uh after like we bought cardio like right down to 20 minutes instead of 50 for like three days increased food like massively I was literally in heaven like whoa what's going on um and uh yeah so right now we think we were then went back to normal and then right now I'm on so it kind of it goes um a high day and then it goes like a really low day then it goes a high day and then a medium day at the moment so it's a bit like all over the place but my low day is very low like really low um I didn't work it out someone else sent it to me like you're literally on like 750 calories so low but then my high day is high and they but they're like so it's um high day low low day high day so my energy like I've I've maintained strength I've been fine so I didn't even feel hungry or anything like on this low day that I had two days ago um yeah so I don't know it is what it is I guess my overall calories for the week are still not that low. So, um, but yeah. yeah. How, are you, how are you feeling generally though? 
generally, um, I've been, honestly, I've actually been like, I've been all right. I'm actually surprised. I said this to my dad earlier, how well, like I'm, I'm finding this, yeah. um, my work and stuff. Like I've got like 26 clients, everything's going fine. I've got two competing this weekend. I haven't had like any moments where I've been like, I can't work or anything like that, which yeah. is great. Um, I'm up and down the country, like trained at a different gym last night, like hour and a half away. Um, had a mega busy day today. Cardio hasn't been a drag today. It's the second day in a row now that I've done, I've gone over because I haven't realised, like, <laughs> I haven't even had headphones in. I've just been like, yeah, it's been all right. Um, your cardio, Kerry, just out of interest, have you done the same form of cardio like every prep you've done? Or have you ever done like HIIT or have you done different forms of cardio or have you always stuck with the same? No, generally I've always stuck with the same. So I do uh, 50 minutes. Yeah, I do 50 minutes um, on the stairs. And then I do, so I do 10 rounds of 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off on like any machine or like with battle ropes or high knees or whatever, just, you know. Um, so yeah, but last year my cardio went up to an hour and 45 minutes um that was with hit so there was hit on top of that so yeah, yeah. Nearly two hours but I remember last year thinking um oh my god this is so much and then um I have a friend uh Beth Lord found out how much cardio she was doing and felt like I was doing nothing she was doing like three and a half hours three hours something like that that's mad absolutely mad mate she is an absolute machine i was speaking to her yesterday and i was like oh you always make me feel better <laughs> beth actually goes to our gym mine and sammy's gym yeah she's crazy isn't she she looks amazing when she, she jumps three and a half hours three hours like could you even <laughs> i know it? but it just goes to show like what what some people have to do like and everybody's like, different Huh? Everyone's, Everyone's different. different. Yeah. Absolutely. Like also um, lifestyle factors. Like if you don't do a lot of steps, you might need to do more cardio. Yeah, exactly. The cardio counts towards your steps, you know. If yeah. You don't do that. And also, because Kerry, you haven't had like a hell of a lot of time off. You haven't had that much chance to build up your calories prior to prep, and you know sometimes in that situation you're gonna have to push harder yeah exactly spot on yeah i would say that i mean yeah i guess i don't know how high really my calories did get because i was always having stuff like off plan and obviously i did put on like 23 pounds so i think i probably did eat quite a lot um i have not had i haven't had my um like my menstrual cycle hasn't come back or anything like that um i had it like once the year before that when i was younger playing football and stuff all the time didn't really have it then uh, about I can't remember how long ago three weeks ago I had um some more blood tests fine they my estrogen was a little bit low uh and I had also a scan on my ovaries just to check like everything was okay and they just said to me it's literally as expected there's nothing here that's like showing any signs of like that we're worried about and then they just started asking me about the sport and stuff like that and just said it just might be that one day when you want to obviously have children or whatever you're probably just going to have to bring 
yourself down the peg basically you know and take out so much um you might have to spend a really decent length of time in a surplus yes, like a matter of, on body put on body fat yeah, a matter yeah, of like years my exercise like levels down as well so um but yeah so i was really relieved to hear that there was nothing like you know yeah. and none of like my vitamin levels or any everything was like higher than average actually so i was i was quite yeah i was quite happy with that i mean yeah so it kind of is what it is yeah it's like you said the only the only real big concern is like that if you do want to have children in the future you might have slightly less of a chance especially going into another prep and spending longer without your menstrual cycle um yeah i mean i did ask that question and they they didn't really they didn't really say much to be fair they just said that i would just have to bring my exercise down and just go into a surplus and like it might just take a little bit longer i think as long as you monitor it so like you did you know get your blood test once a year maybe yeah i've had them done four times now since stepping off stage so i'm quite up to date with that kind of stuff which i think is really important yeah definitely Um, another thing that i've noticed is that my digestion and everything is much better this year since i've changed like a few variables so everyone kind of knows me as like the oat queen like i used to always have oats um i used to have like that was it like if you asked me what carb i had on my plan it would be oats 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 like wherever i could get them from they would be there um now i i took them out just before actually that i started um started prepping so probably about like three weeks beforehand i took oats out and i started to um decrease my caffeine intake like drastically and now i'm like six or seven weeks free of caffeine and i haven't touched oats for like ages and we actually took all um we took all sugars out of my um plan as well and i at the moment i'm not having any sweetener um i'm having like a minuscule bit of cucumber if needed with a tiny bit of sweetener on but i'm not using any sweetener or anything right now so it's pretty it's pretty hardcore like no fizzy drinks no no nothing um so that's kind of the approach we took but i remember every like i remember last year i was hammering like i mean hammering the sweetener and i remember every check-in i would do i would actually i'd wake up and i'd be like i'm bloated and i literally was and like i couldn't go to the toilet properly like or anything and now i've i've taken all of this stuff like away and replaced it with baby rice so um which baby rice is literally people are like where'd you get it and i'm like it's literally baby rice from the baby aisle and it's just so easy to make you just add it with cold water boom done um so yeah i've started started using that and my digestion like even like now i literally i'm just i just feel i can go to the toilet every day i don't feel like i'm holding on to like excess water and i just feel so much better and like with the caffeine thing as well like I actually feel like that has changed me. Like I used to come downstairs, I was sending this to my mum like two days ago. I used to come downstairs and I would have like this, like, you know, like you kind of make like a bit of a mental list or write a list of things to do. And I would literally stand there and be like holding my head, like, ah, like I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do, and I'd be like, whoa. And now 
I'm just not like that at all. I would say I'm like a completely like turnaround different person since getting rid of, rid of caffeine. So I literally would say to anyone, just try it, just try and limit it, get rid of it. I used to have like monster pre-workout, like coffees. And now I have, I don't have a pre-workout. I'm still hitting PBs. I'm still strong. I'm still yeah. smashing my sessions. I think even you learn to use your own energy because I've actually done the same, but I still have caffeine, but I don't have it after 2 p.m. And I only allow yeah. myself two coffees maximum. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have my coffee and pre-workout, that's it. Yeah. One yeah. coffee in the morning and then pre-workout. And on a rest day, I don't, I just have one coffee. Yeah. 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 And it, it honestly I think, makes a massive difference. Doesn't it? You're like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where's this energy come from? I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's why this year feels a bit different. Give me a week and I'm probably going to be dead on my ass. <laughs> but, um, but no, like, I just, yeah, it's really bizarre. Well, actually. Um, how come you decided to cut out oats? Was it just like an experiment? Yeah, um, what was that? That was because originally I spoke to um, mm, Joe Jeffrey about um candida have you heard of that oh yeah. yeah so they um and it all the stuff like i was eating so i had a like really like distended if that's the right word lower stomach and um it was quite like hard and then i like got talking about it just to just to joe and um he then said to me like oh have you ever heard of candida oh you should try cutting like and we like he went through some of the foods that was on it and it was like oats um things that are high in sugar um dairy like stuff like that and I thought you know what I'm gonna give this a try and ever since that like I say my digestion I don't like flare up and I just feel yeah I just feel so much better so I think I've kind of ironed a few things out and it's really it really seems to have kind of helped that's good yeah. it's not like that anymore it's actually really not Mm-hmm. and that's massive positive and it's not like you've had to cut those foods out like because they're bad foods or anything it's just that yeah, they don't well with you so like yeah. for the audience if there's ever any like foods that don't sit yeah. well with you then yeah don't include them in your diet but if they do sit well with you there's no reason to cut them out sort of thing yeah yeah 100 percent. definitely not saying as well that like you have to have you have to cut them out it was just the way my body responded so yeah definitely and yeah I probably will eat them again like I probably will apparently you can reintroduce them like back in and not have these you can kind of totally get rid of this candida and I think by the way I'm dieting and stuff right now it should it should probably go or if it hasn't gone already but um but yeah I'd say that's probably all I kind of have to say really no, that was perfect. Thank you, Carrie. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for taking your time to come on. No, honestly, thanks for having me on here, guys. It's been really good. So thank you. Carrie, okay. where can the listeners find you on social media? Kerry Sexton underscore PCA Pro is where you can find me on Instagram. Okay. And you don't use Facebook or anything? No, I don't. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you in the next one.